And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. We're going on now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and joining me, as always, is the man, the myth, the Chad. Chad? Chad? Whoa. Oh, he's delayed. <laughs> okay, and the not-so-mean Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D. <laughs> What's up, Gorons? How y'all doing? And King Dong himself, <laughs> Bobby Amon. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> the ninth wonder of the world. Right? Yeah. Yes, the ninth Woo! wonder. <laughs> the keg of meat mountain right the nine inch wonder of the world can you hear us now chad my screen was completely black i couldn't see ah, or hear anything okay fair <laughs> enough welcome aboard buddy yeah <laughs> thanks morning so today is july 5th 2021 and we got a doozy of an episode for you today but you know what time it is it's time for your big yeah well, it? oh it goes uh had a pretty chill week so far man had uh did the normal grind till friday had today off obviously uh for recognition of the fourth that was pretty nice so i've been just swimming the last couple of days man enjoying the outside neighbors threw off some awesome firework displays last night threw me off a little bit because usually i watch my podcast movie at like eight so i was watching it at like 11 last night so that was kind of rough <laughs> um i know i'm old anyways other than that uh just been gaming dude playing some sea of thieves fucking yeah, and I'm going to ride out the rest of this week because I don't have to work except for Friday. That's the only day. Nice. So, yeah. Did some mini golfing today, which I haven't done in fucking a couple years. That was pretty oh, nice. Mini. Sweated my fucking ass off doing that. Way too hot. That was a bad decision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we were like, yo, let's go mini golfing. We're like halfway through. The girls are like, we're done. It's too hot. We're like, fuck that. We paid for this shit. We're finishing it out. Yeah. But- oh, you have to at that point. Well, yeah, dude, it was, I mean, we're in the end goal is obviously to get ice cream, but the line was too long there. So we went to a different ice cream place to get fucking, <laughs> that was closer to home. But other than that, man, you just, gotta do, buddy. Yeah. Right. I have just been relaxing and enjoying myself and uh, excited to hang out with you gentlemen. Once again, mm-hmm. Chad, how have you been, buddy? I've been well, thank you. You know, last week uh, I mentioned on the show that I was all by myself all week long. The family was oh, off uh, having a little family vacation, so I got to watch some movies. <laughs> uh, what else did I? I, I watched Bride of Reanimator finally, uh, since I didn't get a chance to watch it for our podcast because I missed that episode. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Quick thoughts? I really enjoyed it, but I don't know why. I had this thought in my head that it was like a completely different movie, and I don't know why, but I had this idea that it was going to be like this Island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing, where it was just oh. Herbert West on like an island just making all these weird creatures. I don't know why I thought that, but man, that would have been a cool movie too. I'm happy with the movie we got, but my idea would have been a really cool movie as well. I'm not opposed to that. Oh, oh Bobby's gone already. Did what? All right. Well, let's just uh, continue this train. Yeah. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched. Oh. Uh, I on um, not Philo. Um, what's the, what's the other one? Um, Pluto TV. I watched RoboCop on there, and it's the uh, unrated cut. If you guys get a chance, I to buy that watch for that. a dollar. 
Fuck yeah. yeah. I was sitting there watching it and I'm like, I'm not sure if this is the unrated cut or not because the, the scene where the Ed 209 first malfunctions and uh, shoots the the guy in the conference room. Mm-hmm. Like he shoots him, then he falls, and then he's just, Ed 209 just keeps shooting the body. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember this scene. Hmm. And then later on, I realized it was the, definitely the unrated cut because it shows the headshot to Murphy. We got uh, plans for RoboCop, don't we, Chad? Yes, we do. So uh, still in the works. Don't want to mention too much. Yes. I love RoboCop. And what else? I watched uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, finally, the third Bill and Ted ah! movie. I have yet to watch that still. How was it? Not not a fan. Fair. It looked kind of... It kind of shits on everything the two previous movies established. Boo! As far as, as far as like the whole Wild Stallions legacy, saving the world and everything, it just didn't work for me. Okay, fair enough. I as think, far as I'm concerned, does it go multiverse <clears throat> or no? Marginally. Okay. Very, I very. It was going I, that route, but. I'm kind of thinking. To me, this just exists in a universe where they didn't write the song. My my Bill and Ted ended with Bogus Journey, as far as I'm concerned. That's fair. Yeah, because didn't they have the fucking big concert at the end? Like, yeah, and it they showed. jumped ahead and they yeah. were like, they came out like ZZ Top and uh, uh, fuck. The well, Chad has Flash, spoken. Maybe? Yeah, and they showed like the news <laughs> headlines of the everybody, you know, becoming big fans and they did this and they did that. Yeah, none of that stuff happened in this movie. Hey, uh, we're going to have a new show coming soon where we can be talk about those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, just a little tease, a little tease there. A little tease. Because, uh, John, your show's done. It is done. And all now. the episodes are now available over on ProjectLouder.net. Yeah, thank you for that, buddy. Yes. Yeah. So I did finally beat Days Gone, and now I'm moved on to the remastered Mass Effect trilogy. Ah! Ah, nice. <gasps> I have... Do Dead Space. Yeah. Do Dead Space. I, I've been hearing. I've been hearing. <laughs> they some don't have it remastered so for PS4. I would. They're they're not going to remaster. Did you see what they're doing? No. Mm. They're fucking rebooting it, dude. Full reboot of Dead Space. Mm-hmm. When did they announce that? I'm I'm on fifty fifty. I'm scared because it, it could go bad, but it could be awesome. We'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, could, it could go bad because I wasn't a fan of the Devil May Cry reboot either. But I love the Resident Evil reboots. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Anyways, aside from that, so uh, TJ, did you get your uh, Demons 4K pre-ordered? <laughs> not yet. I did oh, not want to do that. I was I was on it that night, buddy. So yeah, there is a, a limited edition release. Six thousand units are going to be made of Demons and Demons Two in a box set uh, by Synapse Films. Yes, and that's. I really wasn't sure about spending the eighty bucks for it, but I really love Demons that much. It was worth it. I think, uh, contrary to what. Instagram believes I think that the special features alone on the dual like sp- the dual uh, s- set there is worth it. Uh, because, oh, my God. It is so loaded. Yeah. Whenever you go in, you buy the normal demons Blu-rays from uh, Synapse Films. Not really a much uh, supplement on there. Mm. So you kind of this kind of really pushes you. Uh, I'm busted. 
Uh, it's all good. It's demons. I'll stand with you, brother. <laughs> hey, but but the nice thing is I paid for it with PayPal, and you can uh, do it in payment installments for that. So justified. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, she show 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 enjoy them. She'll she'll watch the movies and you're like, yeah, these are pretty good. In a four K. But yeah, aside from that, you know, just watch this movie too. But uh, you know, I've been rambling on too long. Uh, Bobby, how about you, brother? Oh, me. It was a it was a rather chill weekend. Had a nice little Fourth of July celebration uh, yesterday with some family. Uh, fireworks, eating, um, and having a good time, and drinking and smoking cigars. All the nice little fun stuff you're supposed to do on the Fourth of July, because you know America. <laughs> and oh, wait, wait. Can I interject for a second, real quick? Speaking of America, uh, my my neighbors had a party yesterday, and they were partying up to like one o'clock in the morning. Oh, right. Okay. So there's this one dude there, right? And I I. Thankfully, didn't go over because I don't. I, I should have because I wish I would have got my picture taken with him. The guy is like skinny as a rail, right? He has a mullet, the sides of his head shaved, and decked all out in a American flag wife beater and shorts. Oh. Yo, that's a picture worth. I saw that. I told my wife, but I'm like, where did he come from? 1985. So you were partying with Kid Rock next door. <laughs> that dude wishes he was Kid Rock. He probably could have pulled it off if you wanted to. Oh, my God. I, just that, that sweet mullet with the, the sides of his head shaved, man. I'm, I'm kicking myself for not going over just to get a picture of the guy. I, I would have got my picture with him, too. Yeah, I'd right. Like, yo, Captain America, come here. We're doing a picture. <laughs> that's the true Captain America right there. <laughs> now, that's like if Uncle Sam existed in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but uh but yeah no today was a chill day I was doing well not really a chill day I was doing a lot of housework and such so i'm just i'm beat but then i also got to watch this nice little fun movie a couple of times and um i remember watching it a few years back and then like forgetting a lot of it and then the minute i started watching I'm like yeah i remember this movie like this is very dark and very very late 2000s i'm like yeah okay still a good movie but it's got it's got its quirks but We'll be talking about that in a little bit. So, but that was pretty much me this weekend and everything else. But, boss man, what about you? <clears throat> well, I got a couple things to announce uh, since it's my turn anyway. The episode 14 of Lights Camera Exploitation is now live on Project Louder. And that is our review of the amusement park from 1973. George A. Romero's hidden gem. Yes. So, also, I would like to announce that. Gordon Moore, Project Louder, will have a booth at the upcoming August show for Steel City Con. And myself, mm-hmm. Chad, John, and Lord Scuba Steve will all be in attendance all weekend long. So stop at the Project Louder booth, say hi, and see what we got there because there's going to be some doozies. Uh, yeah. I hope to meet a lot of you and talk to all of you. I watched a lot of film this week, as I always do, and read a bunch of book about film this week. A bunch of books. Yeah. Many books. A bunch of book. Many book with many word. (laughs) Uh, They had a couple pages. I got through them. Uh, But yeah. Just pumping up content. We just wrapped up Fatality Mortal Kombat podcast. So we will be pumping out, like I teased there, we'll be pumping out two new shows here relatively soon. And I do say that we can announce Steve's new show that is The Ghost Vatos Chronicles that will be debuting within a month or so. Sometime before uh, that aforementioned convention. So yeah, stay tuned for new episodes of that. They will be reviewing Evidence Live 
on air of their investigations of things of the paranormal sort. So I'm looking nice. forward to that. But not as I am not as looking forward as I am to this oh. film and this review of 2010's The Crazies, directed by Breck Eisner, written by Scott Kozar and Ray Wright, produced by Michael Aguilar, Dean Gore, George Gurris, and Rob Kanya, starring Timothy Oliphant as David Dutton, Rodna Mitchell as Juddy Dutton, Juddy, <laughs> Joe Anderson, Juddy, 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 old Juddy, Joe Anderson as Russell Clank, Danielle. Hannah Baker as Becca Darling, Christy Lynn Smith as Deidre Farnham, Brett Rickaby as Bill Farnham, Preston Bailey as Nicholas Farnham, John Aylward as Mayor Hobbs, Joe Regan as Private Billy, Babcock should have been Party Cop, music by Mark Ishman, cinematography <laughs> by Maxime Alexandra, edited by Billy Fox, distributed by Overture Films, released February 26, 2010 runtime of 101 miniozos budget 20 million dollars gross 55 million dollars uh also produced by george a romero it's not in the notes here he did Chad? Executive producer. that's yeah uh roll that beautiful bean footage baby i don't care what the calendar says opening day that's the first day of spring so. whoa, 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 whoa. what the hell are you doing Rory, you lay that gun down. David, you did the right thing. Would you mind taking a look at Bill? Sure, what's wrong? I don't know, he's just not right. She worries too much, I'm fine. You got any plans this weekend? She worries too much, I'm fine. He has a knife. How long has he been playing a statue? A couple hours now. Same look Rory gave me. trouble is he dead david there's somebody outside the military started shooting town folk ah, we gotta get out of here guys Trailer. 
No, no, we're <laughs> laughing at something Johnny said. <laughs> yes, Brody, they did. Way too much. But if you watch the original, this film pretty much repeats all the high notes and kind of expands yeah, on that. Uh, yeah. I, I almost want to say just does just as good as a job as the original of uh, I'll use this as a segue anyway, but uh, as the original with explaining the relationship between the cop and the doctor characters, I think that's it's done very well. And I love uh, the Timothy Oliphant character and the Rada Mitchell character. I think it's uh, they do a really good job with them. Boys. I agree. This was this is actually a very fun movie to watch. This is one of those. Really, really, really well done remakes. If you want to do it right, this is the way to do it. It still honors the original in ways of yes. giving homages to the famous scenes from that one, like the house fire, of course. Right. Yeah. But it does kind of its own tiny little spin on it, but it still keeps the main theme of being very anti-military as well. That and the uh, the big brother aspect of that. They're always mm. watching and the repeating cycle. Yeah. This, I don't know, it wasn't, um, so I saw this before I saw the original with you gentlemen. Same. And I feel like watching the original helps explain a lot more stuff than just going to this one blind. Yeah. Yeah, it really Because does. I feel like this one skips over a lot of stuff that if you hadn't watched the original, you would have no idea what the fuck's going on. Or you would have no yeah. idea. Well, let's, let's establish, do we all prefer the George Romero classic? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay, 100%. I, I do myself. Yeah. Um, I could I kind of view them as equal, really. I mean, this is a really good one. I like them both about the same. Yeah. Okay. I, I would agree fair. with Pat on that one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say I would not say this is better than the original. Um, the original probably is a little better, to be honest. You get more I, you get more involved with the characters for one. See, you care that's more about Okay, them. that's what I feel like Does the storytelling is cinematic much- of perfection account for the re- realism. I think that, that's where I'm going for with that one. I, I just think that, yeah. I just think the storytelling of the original is a lot, even especially on the military aspect, there's just a lot more there. The way than, Romero tells stories and the way he uses metaphor for things, I just think it like, delivered better in the original compared to the way it is in the remake. I think it's more cinematic, more Hollywood here, where in the where Romero, yeah. it's more grounded and more realistic <sighs> approach to the same story. Right, because well, this yeah. one is this one is about the couple surviving. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's still about kind of like a weird fucked up romance movie, and like them surviving hopefully to their next destination or whatever. Where it's like the original was never real. That was just about surviving. Like you know what I mean? Like it didn't matter who was along in the group. It was just we gotta get the fuck out and try to save everybody we can. Yeah, the nice thing is we're definitely spared the disgusting incest from this movie. Yes. Uh, that was a very disturbing aspect of the first one. Kudos. Yeah. That good. Uh, good shout out to that. Hey, it's either you burn the kids alive and you show that shit or you show that uh, you got to show varying levels of intensity with these crazies. I yes, feel like you do. You have to. I feel like I might be coming in a little negative on this and I'm not trying to say this is a bad movie by any means. It's not. It's just for me. I feel like it's middle of the road. Like I, I don't. It's not the best. It's it's not the worst by any means. No, no. Um, but as far as remakes go, it is it's a popcorn movie. It's yeah, that's uh, it's better than some remakes, yeah. but it's definitely not. I would consider some one of the best personally. But yeah, I would I would put this remake above, and I, I'll probably get shit for this. I would put this above the Friday remake, 
but it's below the Chainsaw remake by a mile. Because TJ said it before with the remakes, like this one definitely stayed close to the original. Mm -hmm. I compare it to the Chainsaw one where Chainsaw really, I feel, did it right in terms of remakes. This one was trying to do that, but I think it missed it by like more than a few notches. Still a good movie, but... It missed a few things by a few notches. And I agree. That's and I agree. Oh, no. Back for another episode of Gormor. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about the crazies. Now, the crazies was one of those uh, highly underrated uh, films back in the day that definitely flew under the radar. And it's one of those rare remakes that Hollywood got right for a change. He moved this week. Yeah. Oh, he did? I do oh. this film over the OG from Mr. Romero, and I am definitely not shitting on his cult classic. I mean, it's a fantastic film, but for an entertaining thrill-ride horror film, this had everything that I wanted, and it definitely fulfilled my needs. Um, it just had – it was a bit more fast-paced. The tension was there, the violence, you know. Um, but even, even the character development in this, I actually really felt for these characters and, uh, and what made it – what made it really hit well what really hit me was is the fact that there's a scene where they're separating the infected and the non-infected but then it sort of comes full circle near the end and you see that it doesn't matter if you're infected or not no one is fucking safe in this town so it was kind of cool how they play with that and the other thing i really like how they play with is the sheriff and his partner like the deputy where the deputy starts to go a bit gung ho and trigger happy on um, these people, and you don't know if you he, if he's actually infected or not. I mean, it sort of plays with your mind. It's a bit like the thing you don't really know what's going on. You <clears throat> suspect he is, but then again, he might not be because he maybe he's just going a bit fucking low. That's a huge bitch. Around him. <laughs> 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 so it's kind of play, play with you like that, the audience. And so, um, but we do get a final. Was that left from last week? So it's kind of cool. They never left it um, open ended. We get some closure on that. Yeah, I really like. I know Bobby's gone again. Go from zero to fucking extreme real quick. Um, Just some nice, tasty, gory moments throughout this film. I I like that. Um, Yeah, there was a couple of things that I actually really didn't like about it. And there's this one scene, it might be just made nitpicking a little bit, but there's a morgue scene and the priest is lying on the table with <laughs> eyes and mouth sewed shut and Timothy Oliphant's character comes in, the sheriff, and he unclips the priest's mouth and then the priest yells, behind you. Motherfucker, you can't see. Your eyes are shut. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yo, yes. Uh, I thought his eyes were open. And then obviously the no, no, they were so shut. They were so shut. I thought they were just so, but I thought his eyes were like open. Poo house. Um, but like I said, the rest of the film is fucking fantastic. I mean, the acting was great. Um, obviously, Timothy um, is the lead, and you know he definitely plays well, this macho cowboy motherfucker role to a T. I mean, like you got a whole TV series justified on him doing that shit. Um, so yeah, it really does suit him. Um, um, you know, over, overall, I, I think it's a quite enjoyable film. It's actually 
got that tension where it needs and the cinematography is nothing to rave on about, but it definitely, <laughs> it definitely delivers. And I think it's there he goes. Bro, it goes. It um, yeah. But in saying that, this week I'm going to give it a Goromor score of a 4.2. This is what I get for not checking old mate's work. Um, <laughs> I shall catch you then, boys. Cheers. See you, buddy. Later. <laughs> yeah, but you know something? Oh, wow. That little bit in his clip, like, what? perfect. Perfect. Yeah, any opportunity to talk about your hog, right, right Bobby? <laughs> Notice how I don't bring it up. Notice how it's all you gentlemen. I just, I just work here. I just you know, when we talk about his hog, there has to be a couple extra G's at the end of it. <laughs> <For> grande. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we never ran this down. Who, who, we did not. No. <laughs> original. I don't remember. Uh, that'd be me. Yeah. And yeah, run this one down. All right, buddy. Run down it, boys. Imagine living in a small town where everything is safe and happy until suddenly it isn't. Imagine your friends and neighbors going quickly and horrifically insane in a terrifying tale of the American dream gone horribly wrong. Four friends find themselves trapped in a hometown in the crazies, <laughs> a reinvention of George Romero class of a George Romero classic. David Dutton is a sheriff in Ogden Marsh, a picture perfect American town, Not a real with place. happy law abiding no. citizens. But with one, one night, one of the, but one night, one of them comes to a school baseball game with a loaded shotgun ready to kill. Another man burns down his own house after locking his wife and his son in a closet inside. Totally fucked up scene and awesome. Yeah. Um, people who days ago lived quiet, unremarkable lives now become depraved, bloodthirsty killers hiding out in the darkness with guns and knives. Sheriff Dutton tries to make sense of the situation while he and his wife and two other unaffected townspeople band together in a fight for survival. And that they certainly yeah. did. Like I said, this is a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. But I, I said it before. I think in terms of a remake, yeah, it, it it sits there with it. But I feel it just fell a few notches short of really being called like a great remake. But um, the violence is certainly mm. there. The movie is really good, and the acting is wonderful. So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good movie. So it's definitely no, a watch again for me. That's for sure. This is also a nice palate cleanser after the fucking horrible movie we watched last week, by the way. Yeah, but that episode was such a good, fun episode. Yes, what it was. Watch. What a terrible, terrible movie. No, all right. Oh, oh, yes. no. If we're going to compare it to last week's piece of shit, then yes. Mm-hmm. It definitely stands above. It's a fucking ride. masterpiece. But um, it's a triple jump, yeah, man. Like, all right. I don't know what it is, dude. Like, I feel like I should like it more than I do. And it just, like I said, it feels kind of like middle. I don't know why it just feels it, middle of the road. Like acting is still good. Like you got, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Acting's good. I feel like there's some really good tense scenes, but it feels I like, it, it feels like it's missing something. What, here's a better question. What, since we're talking about remakes in the, in the comments here, what's the better remake? Uh, Cronenberg's the fly or Carpenter's the thing, the thing hands oh. down. Yeah, the thing. Chad, I love the Chad fly, but I watched his favorite movie of all I'll time. Watch Listen, the thing I love times. the fly. I. All right. That being said, that means have we all seen the originals that these come from? 
the yes. original Vincent Price fly and the original. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I would have to say the thing myself, just because of the special effects and just crazy creature feature. Granted, obviously, also a fly and Jeff Goldblum, like Cronenberg. <sighs> well, all right. See, Gina I, Davis. I go with the thing, Carpenter. not just because a Carpenter fan, but his also actually. Dude, that's really just one hell of a me, cast. Gives me a very tense situation, like very tense paranoid situations and, and the whole blood also, test scene alone comes, blood and, it test scene from, alone. and it comes from neutral story it wasn't a frankenstein monster right. thing you know it was a right. real thing we don't know what it is you know what's funny is you guys you, you went to this category and as as you were saying that sentence in my <laughs> mind because these guys keep talking about texas chainsaw and fucking friday i'm stuck in the 2000s like reboot era of like what's that and like so for future episode, we will have this discussion continued, boys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We could go on for hours. I was going to say yeah. Evil Dead, but all right. Ooh, that, was a, that was a good remake. That, that, yeah, that was one of that, the best reboots I personally thought. That was a really I, good No, one. I will totally agree with you on that. But all right. Continue now to her back to the crazies. Yes. I mean, we got, like I said, we got some tense scenes. It's. I don't know. The buildup was good. It's just, like I said, I don't know if it was just the ending kind of the way, like not the actual ending, but like the whole That was a definite Hollywood ending right there. Yeah. I think that's honestly what kind of fucking ruins it for me, man. Like you just kind of get this like, ah, and then it goes to that. It's like, eh. You always expect like Nicolas Cage to be surfing on top of the truck while it's riding the blast. I would fucking enjoy it a thousand (laughs) times more if you gave me that. Like, I don't know, man. If you had the one crazy guy who's always the local town crazy, and then he actually like surfs the nuke out, and he's not crazy the whole time, like okay, yeah, that know. would that, that would be, uh, and it's Nicolas really? Cage the whole time. Nicolas I'm Cage. sold. <laughs> That's fine. You just made it's a like, way better. It's like homeless Nicolas Cage with like the, the long con air hair, but like a big long bushy beard too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Imagine if God. that. Hey guys. Oh my God, yo, bud. We, we've all read my script. Think about yeah. what you guys just said. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Homeless Nick Cage. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh shit! God damn it! Son of a bitch! Didn't even think about that. Not <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Always in the shadows. Nick Cage uh, with a cigarette. Oh, fuck. Wait, let me say that one more time. Whoops! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> a. So. uh yeah, this film, whenever compared to the original, the George Romero classic, I mean, it's hard to compare. This film is a product of its time, okay? I will mention in the cinematography again, this film is so brown. Everything's brown. Everything I see is brown. It, it, it's such a 2010 film with the Friday remake coming out a year prior, even featuring the same uh, cast member. I mean, this film... It's so fucking dark. It is the darkening on Spinal Tap levels. And some of these scenes are its almost complete fucking... Why did you even put it in here? Like, you just didn't even have the lights on. The whole end scene where the whole end scene where that's a truck stop. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. so dark. <sighs> oh, when he was fighting the dude underneath and everything? Mm-hmm. That whole... As soon as the lights go out in the truck stop, you can't fucking see shit. That... Yeah. And I, I really... Can, can I just comment on the way that 
I get it's a virus and they're and they're kind of turning things up a level because it's modern retelling, right? Right. But they almost turn into zombies. Almost because Okay. Yeah. It, so when you my, yeah. When you watch the trailer, and this is what I originally thought back in 2010, I that's where I thought it was going. I was like, oh, we got some like Resident Evil zombies going on here. Maybe like RE4 style or some bullshit. There's a reason for that. It's it's it added realism to it because they were basing it on there's a couple the director made them base it on actual symptoms of actual diseases based on rabies and a couple others it's in my it's in my notes okay sweet all right we'll go down that okay hey speaking of your notes so i don't uh give away everything and all my thoughts and opinions yeah let's uh peel back that curtain and uh Take a look. look up that skirt. I mean, take a look, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A proper opening sound. Okay, so you ready? When the sheriff discovers the military plane, a satellite records his location, and I don't want to give the exact coordinates because I'm not naming all the numbers off. Uh, the corners do, in fact, point to Iowa, but to farmland and not to the marshes as depicted. The town of Lennox, population 1,401, is the closest real town to these coordinates. Uh, that's actually even the uh, baseball team that they play is from Lennox. Uh, the actor who was transformed into any actor who's transformed into crazy had to sit in the makeup chair for three hours. That's nothing. Did anybody three else hour makeup job yet? The guy from the uh, doctor's office scene sounds like Roebuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is two episodes in a row. We just mentioned Robo. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Robo. Uh, the old- the old police car they go back to get is a 1973 Ford LTD. 73 was the year the original movie was released. Ah, nice. Uh, I like that. Some of the filming was done in Lennox, Iowa. Lennox is the opposing team in the baseball scene early in the film, like I mentioned before. That was a good scene. If you read the graffiti on the jail cell wall, one appears to say Romero. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. The film opens with the song We'll Meet Again as performed by Johnny Cash. The song is from the same album that provided The Man Comes Around, which opened another remake of a Romero film, ah, Romero film, Dawn of the Dead 2004. The album mm-hmm. is American 4, the last full album Cash released before his death. The Man Comes Around and We'll Meet Again are the opening and closing tracks, respectively. Oh, interesting. Nice. I like that. The Man Comes Around is actually on uh, constant rotation on my iPod in the car. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. Nice. Although I'm not sure if it reminds me more of Dawn of the Dead or Logan now. Dude, I haven't watched Logan. Logan. I I have to watch Logan. I'm behind. The opening of Dawn of the Dead. Wait, is that the opening of Zack Snyder? That was the Zack Snyder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, I haven't. I've only seen Logan like the one when it first came out. I'm surprisingly I haven't watched it since then. So I don't. Such a downer. That is such a downer of a movie, too. Uh, and yeah, I was a brand new father when I watched that. So that definitely I was like, ah, it's so it's so uh, hard to watch that movie and not walk away just depressed as hell. One salty tear, dude. Just. <laughs> no, okay, I feel that. Elizabeth Banks turned down a role in this film because she, she, she thought it was too similar to her character in Slither. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, wait, really? Okay. I guess. Was she a doctor in Slither? I thought she was just the trophy wife. 
I don't know. I don't really see the similarities, to be honest. But no, she thought like, she was similar. <laughs> yeah, there's no. The, yeah. Oh, she's from uh, Silent Hill. I was like, I saw this lady in a movie the other yeah. day, and I was like, yeah, it was that one. Keep yeah. going. Hey, she's in Dead Heat. The Dead is that on our list this year? I think yeah, but so. it's a different. Yeah, I, I think we did put it on. But it's a different Dead Heat. This is the 2002 movie. Oh, um, it's not the yeah. Joe Piscopo one. See, yeah. I think we're doing that in September. I, I think you're right. Uh, Danielle Panabaker is not only this remake of The Crazies, but also is in the remake of Friday the 13th, like we mentioned before. Yes. Mm. Very good looking. What mm. is she doing recently? Flash. The Flash. Okay, there you go. Lynn Lowry, co-star of The Crazies, of which this film is a remake, is an infected local running a bicycle through the deserted center of town. Oh, the one the sheriff is like uh, looking at as she goes away, right? And then that, yeah, right, that the right when he realizes, yeah, right when he realizes the town's closed down and they uh, start taking pictures, and then that black SUV pulls out. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sad we didn't get a scene. <laughs> I forgot about Timothy Oliphant being in the office. Oh my god! What was he in the office? Danny Cordray, the the traveling salesman that Pam went on a date with once. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all I remember him in is all I've he, ever seen him in was so fucking handsome. girl next door. <laughs> Transformers. Oh, oh okay. okay. Transformers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I That's remember not- him in Girl Next Door just because he was the fucking, he was the porn dude. Yeah. Wait, he in, <laughs> he's in he a in lot Scream, of shit. Was he in he Scream is. 2 or is it that other guy that I was I think he's in Scream 1 two. and 2. He's in Scream 2 as Mickey Gary. Yeah, he was the killer. Yeah. The last minute killer. He's also in Gone in 60 Seconds as Detective Dry Cough. Yeah, he was. Not to be confused with Wet Cough. (laughs) That reminds me. I lost my copy of Gone in 60 Seconds. It was here just a minute ago. Oh, Uh, the best one is the 1970s Uh version, and you'll see why we watch it. It's Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage Dude, the, chase, the chase scene alone is better nah, than Nicholas, the whole movie. Nicholas Cage I'm wins. Gonna, I'm not even going to throw Angelina Jolie on there. I'm just going to say Nicholas Cage hands down, dude. Nah, oh, my God. Nah. She looks so dirty with those nasty-ass dreadlocks, though. She is dirty, dude. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> he says it. You got me there. <laughs> she <laughs> is, man. Dude. Like, I don't give a shit how fucking how much oh. money she's got from acting. She's fucking she's dirty girl. She, she is. <laughs> During the closing credits, there is a news broadcast about people who reported seeing a large fireball in the area of Ogden Marsh. The newscaster is Bruce Aoun, a real-life newscaster for KCRG Channel 9, the local ABC affiliate in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The actual logo for the station is also shown during the broadcast. Uh Uh-huh. No, TJ is not doing lines, by the way. No, I am uh, doing stuff for our convention. So. Ah. Yeah, fair so, enough. You know, when I'm listening, I'll, I'll it can't po- It can't possibly be any better than that sketch you put up last night. <laughs> you mean the one <laughs> between us here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the film Dr. Strangelove ends with the detonation of nuclear weapons while the song We'll Meet Again, performed by Vera Lynn, plays. Conversely, this film begins with Johnny Cash's rendition of the same song, foreshadowing the nuclear weapon deployed at the end of the movie. Oh. Huh. All right. Very nice. 
The director's one and only rule for the makeup design, they research in medical books and consult medical professionals for the design of the infected. The basis of the makeup the crew used was mainly rabies, tetanus, and Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Huh. The fuck That's like that? a skin disease, kind of. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And lastly, the contact lenses covering the actor's entire eyes and required eye drops every five minutes to reduce injuries. Hmm. Really? Uh, every five minutes? Every five minutes. What would be that Steven would, oh Vasquez syndrome? I just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, get back to me. You have a constant craving for tacos. I already Don't we do, all? Though. I know. I, tomorrow's Taco it. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. It. We had tacos tonight. I don't know why. Well, it's you got to have Tuesday. them tomorrow. You got them two days in a row. Yeah. I made pizza. Yeah. I, ha- I made the Pink pasta. Sauce? I made it the pasta. TJ, you look a little tired, buddy. TJ looks like fucking Brian and <laughs> half baked right yeah. now all the time. Just, yeah. you, just blind him with, yeah. you can blind he, TJ with dental floss right now. <laughs> Yo, he just has that look of like, what am I doing on here, man? <laughs> At least Brian got away, man. Not uh, joking. Got sponsor for the table, if that counts. Not even yeah. joking. Does he or does he not look like Tommy Chong? Oh, yes. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I, I just yeah, want to go man. over there and ask him, like, do you have any marijuana in the house? Yeah. Every room in the house? <laughs> Yo, he looks just fucking like Oh, fucking. Oh, God. Okay, that's all I got for behind the scenes stuff. All right. Okay, alright, okay. I can't. I can't even look at him. That's just too funny. <laughs> oh, the Bill Murray hat. Yeah. <laughs> we have a high. Wait, wait. We have a high Bill Murray hat. Tommy Chong over here, ladies oh, and gentlemen. <laughs> Virtual insane. Um. Did I have any questions for this movie? Jesus. You know, I honestly I th- didn't. I thought you were going to say it because you said something when. Uh, uh, Brody said something about how the fuck did that guy see behind well, him with his eyes sewn shut? I'm telling oh. you, I could have sworn it looked like his eyes were open, it, like like he was forcing them open. I could have sworn they were open. Hey, not only okay. So here's my question: Is, Did they ever go back to help that dude out of him? I mean, point proven. Did they did they ever go back and help that dude? Like he didn't die, right? Like he no, was still, I don't. I don't think they did. He didn't I get hit he, in that attack or anything. Like I think he they. Hey. His lips and, and then I, got like, a, I got a question for you. Oh, Jesus. How did Homeboy outside know to shoot the dude in the window? I figured maybe he heard the screaming and the struggling. But... It was through the curtain that was like a crack at it was just this big. He's just maybe that he good. did it. Maybe he just took a shot. A yeah, shot it's... in the dark. Well, he's already infected, so maybe he's just All gonna right. shoot anyway, regardless. That's true. Yeah. He did had he that play, whole rage boner. So here's a question. On. Did he play a better, like, on no, and off again effective than the original guy who was? I'm trying to, I can't remember his name. I think so, actually, now that you say that. You remember, like, so. he went in the house and he, like, started shooting the fuck out of everybody. Then he calmed down. and Yeah. But this dude was like, this dude had the rage, dude. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. This guy. Like, had- he, much like other characters from this time period and other in similar films so i think that he suffered from that especially just coming off the cabin fever movies and seeing like the archetypal uh 
the cop characters. You're not wrong because I time. feel like he's the secondary cop in like. Well, I just feel like he's a yeah. It's a copy stuff, paste like. type of character. I just don't. He doesn't feel very unique. I feel like I've seen him somewhere else before, and I just can't put my finger on it. You know, I you're still probably see a, right. I still want to see a spinoff movie of Party Cop and his cousin. We need to make yeah, that man. Just, yeah. just the cousin just oh, elbow dropping finger. everyone. Butterfingers, dude. Yeah. Oh god, I gotta show Steph that. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I gotta make her watch that scene. Oh god. Oops, Oops, party fever. That was the best. Cousin's Revenge. What is it called? Party Fever, Cousin's Revenge. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, fever, I love it. <laughs> we, need, we need to get the money together for this now. I already scheduled the meeting with Eli Roth. We're gonna do it in production, man. Straight to so, I was gonna say, like, now is this going to be is this going to still have to be like horror elements? So there's kind of like Tucker and Dale where they're always like mildly escaping or like. I was thinking more of a Jay and Silent Bob strike back. kind. Okay. Of so straight like, yeah, road, yeah, it's just like a road, it's like a road trip comedy. That's fine. No, I know. But I say like, does it still stay within the horror elements or does it completely like full Full spin off, like just different. Oh, vibe I, want, and I want a full spin off. I want to go completely off the rails. Yeah. I okay. want to stick shit. That's what I want. Okay, that's fine. I, I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with that because I could see that as well. I would almost hope they even ran into Jay and Summer Bob or something else. Yes, please. <laughs> or yes. like, I don't know, dude. Who who else could? I mean, that'd be a perfect. They go to Jersey more. and meet Bobby and it's the Cockness Monster. So let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> well, Jay and Summer Bob are in Jersey too. So fucking yeah. yeah. Oh, true. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Continuing yeah. on. Ready for questions? We're yes, ready for the let's go for questions. It. What format do you guys watch it on? Tubi. Tubi. Prime. Okay, so yeah, Amazon Prime. To oh, be or not to be. Because Hulu's yeah. shit and it's inferior and they make you pay for commercials. Tubi's cool and all, but I don't want to watch commercials. And Amazon Prime is Prime. So, yeah, quality uh, 1080p. Yeah, it was actually a beautiful quality. I mean, as best yeah. as you can expect from a film like yeah, this. Yeah, you definitely could appreciate the brown in all the colors. <laughs> you know, the funny thing I didn't notice so I didn't went to brown until you played that uh, trailer again. Yeah. Dude, it is, though. Yeah. Like, like the clothes, so the colors, it's like, okay, everything. If Resident Evil 4 was a movie. Oh, my colors, God. Oh, bro. And a fucking shit smear Just everywhere. One big brown leather coat. Hey, <laughs> hey, production designer, what's your color palette look like? We got a couple tans, a couple grays. We got some. He literally brown. just shit Lots on a piece of, of paper and he no, goes yeah. this. If you ask him what his color palette is, he has to say it in the voice of Bob Ross. It's like it's a little bit of this brown and it's this brown <laughs> and it's a little bit of this brown over here. And we're just going to mix them all together and make shit brown. <laughs> shit brown. <laughs> Speaking of shit brown, shit heads, douche of the movie. Mm. This was a. Uh, huh. It was almost you know, a doucheless movie. Yeah, I was going to say the, the, the military is the whole. Um, the military is the whole. Uh, if anything, it'd be the guy that they pulled out of that SUV, even though it was in the movie for like a minute. Oh, the dude who's like, mm. I was sent here oh. to help you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He okay, killed the whole yeah. fucking town. But like, yeah, I, so he was the embodiment, embodiment, yeah, embodiment of the military, essentially, for us. I you know, guess. that is the one thing that was sorely missing in this movie was the scientist trying to find the cure and then finding the cure and dropping said cure as he's being rushed out. People think by people thinking he's a crazy. Where the fuck was my chick sweeping a field? 
<laughs> Where the fuck was my chick sweeping a few? Come on, oh, man. Shit, I forgot you about that. that shit, dude, at least a I little bit. Give me a nice oh, little throwback. I completely forgot about her. Uh, wasn't she replaced by the, the bicycle? The bicycle chick? Yeah, it's not the same. Not even. Oh, God, I yeah. forgot about that. Dude, because sweeping, sweeping like, that was like what? That was like b- battalion gunfire running in, followed <laughs> by just like fucking some lady sweeping the field. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, you know where we saw Homeboy from? Who Like uh, the Stoner Cop, rem- like Stoner Cop, Party Cop guy from this one, from uh, Crazies. He's also in Twilight as Alistair. Oh, uh, shit. How did we not realize that? Oh, my yeah. God. Aren't we the biggest Twilight fans ever? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Continuing yeah. on. He's on. He's in nothing that we've seen. Backdraft 2. I didn't know they made a sequel. Even draft. Why, why did they? Oh, my God. Backdraft, backdraft 2. Even backdraft harder. 2. Draft harder. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Donald Sutherland's in that one, too. Interesting. Mm. How right. much did he get? I wonder how much you got paid for that. So, kill favorite favorite kill. Yo, okay. Um, um, I, I'll go first. I loved. It's also one of my favorite scenes. So I guess it's a twofold. When the guy with the pitchfork is is coming, like when I first saw the movie, I was like, not, I was not expecting. I'm like, who the fuck just walks in and just starts literally going at all these people. He's I, crazy, I, man. Well, yeah, it was the fucking know, principle. But, but it was just like so like wicked. So th- that scene, like kill, like yes. All right. I'm going to have to go with a uh, hand knife to the throat. Mine too. Uh, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to fu- try to take this out. We're just going to deal with it as is. Like, and stab hand is now a weapon. And yeah, that was fucking great. Not just that, but afterwards, uh, the fucking sheriff's deputy comes in. He doesn't just double tap. He triple Dude. taps them. Right. Yeah. He, just he shoots sure. them each three times. Yeah, he, he was does. letting Damn. out a little bit of aggression in that scene. Yeah. A little bit? Just a wee bit. Oh, fucking A. TJ, what you got for favorite kill there, buddy? I agree with uh, the John in the chat. All right. The hand knife kill. <laughs> Although I yeah, do want to deduct points because they gave us a huge cock tease where we all thought that uh, the dude's wife was going to get run over by the combine. Yeah, we did. I mean, that would have been cool, but that was like what? Children it was just to have the visual, and it was for distraction. So you, could it was go. it was build up of stra- uh, like yeah, of suspense. Yeah, it was. And then you're just all like oh, the sun, which you know, obviously, <laughs> like that aspect of it. Yeah, that was fucked, dude. What the hell was he whistling there? What could have been? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What could have been, he says. All right, best scene. I can't look at him. That's too fucking funny. <laughs> best scene. Um, uh, dude, so like this features like my second favorite car wash scene in a horror film. <laughs> and like my first one is from I was Edge say, the what Act. Is- Edge of the Axe has an opening scene where this lady's like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive my car to this." And this and this uh, mass killer guy's like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna fucking stab your windshield with his axe." And he's like, "Boom, Jose Larraz's Edge of the Axe." How, how do you how do you stab someone with an axe? No, he stabbed the windshield that? with the axe. How do you? Ask Goro with the combat remake. 
<laughs> oh god just hacks into it yeah but like, yeah that seems pretty fucking rad that was um, interesting even though they made like the infected people like zombies, like zombies. yeah like you don't Way need to do that. like zombies if uh, you know something if i'd say f- uh, favorite scene is actually the very beginning when they're in the baseball field because we was we good. weren't we, we weren't sure what was exactly going to happen yet. And now that was just people that watched the happening a couple like weeks before they wrote this, and they're like, you know what, we need to we need to show something impactful happening. <laughs> that I was the one where bees were killing people, right? That's whenever the the bees leave and all the flowers turn on humans and they make yeah. them kill themselves. They make them go suicidal. Yeah, I that features Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Looking confused as hell throughout the entire movie. Well, Pretty much, like we in every uh, fucking movie. I love Mark Wahlberg though. Oh, his birthday, no, but, but that's it, but that's that my is favorite a cool scene. scene but I think that that scene would have been cooler if. Uh, actually, you know what? It was actually a really good scene. I like how it differentiate how this film differentiates from the original and bears off course by setting up some more character development at the beginning and like how it yeah. introduces you, introduces you to these cop characters and gives you kind of a motivation and in a, an initial struggle right off the bat that's ex, that's uh, extra than you know the clear problem that is the virus. Right. So it, it it's interesting. It, it's cool instead of just going right into the whole fire and the the farmhouse thing. Because yeah. what well, they were originally yeah, that was, they, that's uh, my favorite. Our original characters in the first one were uh, or the original one were firefighters, right? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So but yeah that's my favorite scene. It adds more character development. It's I mean hmm. well, are we gonna complain when a when a horror movie gives us a little <laughs> more exposition? Fuck it no because the genre is fucking filled with films that doesn't give us dick. Depends on the exploration. Or too much. Depends I think, on, yes, depends. I think for, I think I'm going to go for my favorite scene is when shortly after they get to the truck stop and he's looking for his wife and she's just completely broken down in the parking lot because she found all the shells and oh, they dude, realized that, was, that nobody, nobody got out alive. And they were did the, the only survivors. Did the government kill them or did the crazies yes. kill them? No, the government. They shot them all and burned them just like they did mm-hmm. with the uh, son and daughter at that farm. Yeah, there's no way those two or three rednecks could have done all that. No. That was the government. Nobody got out. That was a pretty fucked up scene. Um, oh, yeah. Best scene. I don't know, man. It's, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I'm actually have to go with that scene, dude. When you get the final realization of what actually happens to the entire town. Like, that was... That was a good way. That was a better like climax than the actual like kind of climax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, opening scene. Did it hook us in? Yes. Yeah. Us in. We just Certain. talked about it. Yeah. That's my, yeah. I just said that was my favorite. So, yeah. There you go. Fucking good stuff. Okay. So, uh, best tits, house girl, best dick, hottest dude. Timmy Oliphant, I would uh, drain the man's nutsack. He's handsome. I'm going to say him and, and the, uh, uh, what's her name from Friday Remake as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Da- uh, da- yeah. yeah. Daniel yeah. Panabaker. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I think the wife's pretty good looking. Nah. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree, but I still think the other one is like way better. Agreed. Yeah. She's just a smoke show. Score. I don't. All right, I will say I don't oh, well, really remember. No, you got Johnny score. Cash in the beginning. Well, yes, but like good. I'm thinking that's, of that's just like, the music itself. That's not part yeah. of the score. Like movie score, yeah. I don't really remember too much standing out. 
Matsvari from Goblin. Fair. Uh, best song, Johnny Cash. Johnny yeah. Cash. Without a doubt. Favorite character? That's uh, Fred Sheriff. Sheriff. Okay, yeah, Timothy. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sheriff. Scary. He's the lead dude. Like, scary? Suspenseful, uh, not scary. Yeah, I'll say, yeah. Yeah. Suspenseful, not scary. They got good build Again, up and stuff. going back to the original, this is scary if you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, Chad's not sleeping tonight. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, go back to our original episode and what we talked about the craziest and what the government actually does with the craziest movie. And listen to the last episode of Lights Camera Exploitation to hear me reference talking about that episode of Gordon Moore. And again, uh, so it is nice. Yeah, yeah we yeah. are. I love them crossovers. Circle. You got to get the crossovers. <laughs> yeah, dude. How'd you get on that topic, if you don't mind me asking? George Romero. We're doing the God. amusement park, so I, we're talking about our favorite George oh. Romero films. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, does it hold up today? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would have to old movie, so. It's, it's a decent watch. You know, when it, when, it, when it comes to me, I feel like... When you watch a film, it should challenge you. That's that's true cinema. Uh, a good film is a film that challenges you and, and watches you. Uh, when you yeah. when you look at, when you look at a picture, it's e- it's easy to interpret what that picture means because if it's in the confines of that frame. When you watch a movie, there's no frame. It's so much bigger than just one image. So when you look at these types of films, you want to be uncomfortable. You want to be feel that suspense you want to feel that thrill this film kind of does that (laughs) (laughs) like it has a couple scenes where you're like i I was wondering where you're going with this to be honest yeah the opening kind of does it (laughs) the opening scene was like hey this is a really cool concept we're not going to do anything about it. But we're going to do some character progression, and then whenever they do, whatever they do, the jail cell, the, the, the dude's rotting. Like, oh, we're going to do something really cool. We're going to kind of do it, and then we're not, and then we're going to show the body later. And it's just like it's always building up to something that could have been really cool. Chadwick talking about the uh, the harvester thing. Lots of build up things that could have been really cool in concept, but just not delivered upon. So I think that this film. Could have been challenging. It could have been a good watch, like I said there. It could have been good cinema, but it just turns out to be a popcorn film that's like, hey, Crazies isn't bad. I'll watch that. So instead of it yeah. being like a really good film, you're like, fuck, that's a good remake. It's like a mad middle of the road film. It doesn't really do anything for me. So, all right, fair enough. So let's see. That was hold up. So yeah, mm, acting. Man, I thought was the acting was fine. I yeah, the acting was, was pretty good. good. Movie, absolutely. Need more potty cop, but well, we all can't have no, cabin all. fever too, you know. Hey man, hey man, uh, just like just like the girls can't all be Bev D, you know. Nope. Mm. Cinematography, meh. TJ, take over this one because this. Let is somebody just... else say it. I'm gonna hit this real quick. I'm I mean, some of the say... shots, <laughs> some of the shots weren't terrible, but no, but the no, but the lighting, <sighs> the, the 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 color. The, the color, yeah, the t- yeah, okay. the color tones, yeah. Wait, even and with the main poster and the most, one of the most like suspenseful, supposedly like, let's just say the dragon pitchfork. That's not an original thing by any means. Any fucking tool no. has been dragged in any kind of killer movie or zombie. It's movie for the poster, John. I know. That's what I'm just saying, though. But it's like it's not. There's I, so like just generic shots. There's, there's no also just not. 
too many standout shots like that are no they just seem very like stationary generic like on gordon moore we reference era of film we we reference according to presidency mostly uh this is an obama era film this film is cinematography in these later 2000s it's just not there it doesn't hit home it's nothing really memorable about these films especially the coloring on these films this film's brown as fuck like i said before uh the cinematography is just enough to get by there's nothing that's like wow that's fucking cool but it i i feel like the coolest shot in this movie and it was with added cgi effect was when he was like we're above the plane and that's just what i was thinking too down, yeah. yeah the top down pull away so you can get the plane reveal so i'll give you that for like at least the yeah cool shot of the movie probably but, but they had to rely on computer assisted effects in order to achieve that shot which is fucking shithouse so i will say this this film like any other film we'll probably review around from this time frame we're not going to give it that good of a score with the cinematography. No. We're not going to have much to say about it anyway. There are no Dean Cundy. No Dean Cundy. No Cundy. Speaking of that, Halloween 2 in 4K. Oh. Did they announce any of the extras for any of these discs I, uh, yet? No. Didn't think so. Probably be the same. Who knows? I think we all can agree on the next question that the premise is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bio- so more scary, uh, what are more scary virus deep? movies? Right? Yeah, we, did, I just, well, we, we just lived one, didn't we? Yeah, we just lived through one. <laughs> I just wish we got more interaction with the military on this one. Agreed. Like, yeah, we just, I, that I, we yeah. just didn't have that buildup of like douchery like we had in the original. Like in the first one, yeah. Right, to where like, yeah, you hate the military because they're just gunning down innocent civilians, but like, you're not getting that real buildup of like, dude, these guys are just so fucked beyond like every level. Like it doesn't like they just don't give a shit about their own. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, we didn't see that the tension within them. Like we are doing no. this, but we don't know why we're doing this, but we are told we have no fucking choice. <laughs> we just got super aggressive, like fucking Resident Evil SWAT dudes. You know what I mean? Like, and the, the guy who they unmasked, was that the kid from uh, Freddy versus Jason? Yo, he looked like him. He looked like him. I swear to God, it was him. But with a shape, with a but a shorter hair. Yeah, I mean, shit, that would have been fucking seven years after the fact. But Probably. all right, so uh, I think we're on the three R's there, buddies. Rewind, recycle, rewind, or remake. Well, it's a remake, so rewind. It's a remake already. I would say rewind. Yeah, I would yeah. probably watch it again, but I'm not going to go out of my way. It's to not watch in my it. rotation. I can tell you. No, that. I'm not going to sit around with a group of friends and say, "Hey, who wants to watch the crazies?" Unless it's it, us knuckleheads and we're listen, drunk. It, it's been 11 years since I've watched it the first time already. So if it's not another 11 years, Bobby, down the road, then I would watch it again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll say. You say that like we won't put on Bloodhook. Oh, we'll put on oh, Bloodhook. Oh, oh, speaking oh, we'll of put which, on Bloodhook. No problem. Speaking no of problem. which, now this this makes us the third time we just mentioned Bloodhook because I was sitting at my that cousin's sitting at my cousin's party on on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was listening to my other cousin sitting there just talking about making his own lures and everything for fishing. I turned to Steph and said, "You know, this makes me kind of want to watch Bloodhook." <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know what she said? She said, "I would watch it again if it's the shorter cut of the film." Ah. Hmm. What did the longer uh, cut have again? I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm trying around. to remember what the longer cut. Well, this, had. We found out the shorter cut like cut out some really important information, like yeah. what was making the killer kill. That's kind of important. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's very right. important. I would say. 
Hey boys, let's rate the son of a guy. Alrighty. Alrighty. BJT. Um I will say Brody was a little too generous with his story. I'm gonna go with a 3.3, dude. Brody's got violent uh violence blind on this one. Yeah, he did. Bob? Uh you know some I actually think 3.3 is fair, so I'll agree with Johnny on that. Chad Daddy. I'll go a little bit higher and go three and a half. I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> Damn. I'm to the left. I that is a more score of three out of five. That sounds about right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair like, enough. I, like I said at the beginning, dude, and you've said it too. Middle of the road just kind of feels like it's it's a above bad you know what i mean so it's hey and the score reflects it and that is an official gormore score of three crazies out of five and next episode is the frighteners dad daddies yeah Yeah. Yeah, michael j fox yeah i remember watching that movie a lot as a kid gary Busey's child what the i always forget his fucking jake jake Busey. yeah Yeah, he's in starship troopers Fuck yeah, yes, he, he is. Yes, he was. And he was in The Predator. Yeah, played the son of his father's character. I just watched that movie for the first time the other day. And what a fuck. What did you think? It's been one of the best. It was a piece. It was a fucking piece of shit, dude. It was I, terrible. Shane Black just needs to stop. I don't know. I yeah. enjoyed it for what it was. I, I did. No, it was so bad, dude. It was, listen, def- it was easily the worst of the series. But listen, let's, but let's be real right now. No matter what, nothing is ever going to compare to the first. There's I, just no way. way. That's fine. That's fine. There's no way. But I, I hated Rodriguez. I, hated I, I love Predators. Predator 2 was great. I hated Rodriguez's Predators. I just kind of did because I felt like it was it. a ripoff of the original ones. Like they were literally just ripping the same lines. In comparison to that, to the Predator, that movie is a fucking amazing piece of like that's a masterpiece. The Predator okay. is straight garbage. I, I, I enjoyed the, the Predator. I did not, so I'm standing by it. The one thing I did not like about Predators is I have a hard time believing Adrian Brody is a badass. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I didn't. I feel like the Russian dude should have fucking pulled it. the shit at my. You know what I mean? Like. Oh no, no. The the Yakuza guy should have saved the day at the end. He that's true. Survived. But then you got Eric Foreman as the most deadliest predator of them all. No, he's Fuck just no. a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Right. But no, like, I, oh, oh, Bobby, case in point, the scene where he hops in and kills all the military dudes in the back of the van and the dude driving goes, is everybody back, back there OK? And then the predator fucking throws out the hand with the thumbs up. My, <laughs> we fucking laughed so fucking hard. I mean, I, listen, I'm it not going to so lie. The, cheese, dude. the so movie bad. has its <clears throat> I, you know why? Because when I went into the movie to watch it. I, I, any movie that has Predator associated with it, for me, I automatically go in and I'm saying, well... Same with Terminator, it, right, Bobby? It, not always. <laughs> but with, I mean, and not just because it's an Arnold movie, but that's just a collective piece that was so yeah, good I with everyone. Him. Nothing's ever going to compare. The <laughs> See, second one was the only one that really did it nice and different because you had to. You had to do it. The yeah, rest of Listen, man, I'll take the AVPs even though. I like the AVPs. I like the first I, AVP. I'm not saying those aren't also popcorn flicks, but I enjoy them. The only thing I didn't like but, about AVP was the Predator's face. It looked almost a little too human. See, that's I how I felt not, about yeah. the Predator. Like it just like it just it felt 
too like and i feel like con- i don't know i feel like level, the, but I, like not okay j- just just my take but i feel like the predator is technically a prequel to predators to kind of explain that monstrous berserker predator that was in that one well that was just there's two different tribes and then there's just a bigger one and a smaller one but then this one is a complete fucking rogue i get that like the best scene in that whole movie was the lab scene but that was the only good scene in that whole fucking movie was the lab scene too like I don't know. Just, and what was with full CGI for your monster all the time? Just and what was with the stupid predator armor that he gets at the end of the movie? Oh, I have that too. What was the stupid predator armor? That was in that pod that it was originally supposed to be. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. When they oh, went through the and testing things, it was, yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be like Ripley. Then it was going to be Newt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Which. Even all those sound stupid as hell, too. Yeah, like, none of that makes sense, because then you have to introduce time travel into it. Yeah. Party. I don't know. Like I said, I still... I enjoyed The Predator, and I'll just stand... I, I stand by that. I'm cool. I that. feel like there was... Hey, uh, yeah. Richard Donner died. Yes. Yeah, no, that. no. Rest in power, dude. Rest in... Yeah. Oh, shit. So other than that, man... We got anything else to uh, talk about? We mentioned already that we're going to be got we got the con coming up. So yes, so just a friendly reminder that we will be at the Steel City Comic Con from August 13th to the 15th. So come on over, see our smiling faces, pick up one of our quality products that we will have available, and support the cause uh, that will be announced at a later date with special graphics and stuff from our very own Corey Kaufman. Stay tuned for much more information and head on over to ProjectLouder.net, your source for pop culture and so much more. And check out all the other great podcasts that we have, including the one you're listening to, the Gormore Podcast, and Ghoulies Unflushed, the TJ Bowser Power Hour, Big Bad Beetle Bros, Rabbit Hole, Wrestling Ruin, Lights, Camera, Exploitation, and Fatality, Immortal Combat Retrospective. All you can listen to those on Audible, Spotify, Google Play, <laughs> iTunes, and anywhere else you consume audio-only content. Brody. <laughs> yeah, so... Yes, Brody. Yeah, I wish Brody was at the con too. Maybe oh we'll uh, FaceTime him and put him at the booth so he can yell obscenities <gasps> at passerbys. If we just had a mannequin with an iPad taped to the face with Brody on it, that'd be amazing. Just duct tape an iPad to a mannequin? Yep. Yeah, that's all I want to do. I love Wheel it. Him around I love it. <laughs> put a big yeah, fake beard on the, on the, at the bottom of the iPad. No, put a pube beard on the bottom of it. It'll really fit it well. Do I get a Mortal Kombat <laughs> Kano poster and just put the iPad on that? There you go. That will work too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, I'm excited for it, guys. It'll be a good time to reconnect. It's our first con in a coon's age. It's been so reconnect for the first time. Long. Yeah. <laughs> reconnect for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh Brody. I love it. It'll be a good time, guys. And uh yeah, stay tuned for more podcasts, new new shows coming from Project Louder. And yeah, anything else you guys want to say? No, man. I think no, that's not at the moment. I think it's enough for this bird. Uh, I'll be having my show, The Machine Shop, returning very, very soon as well. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Fucking it. That will uh, be up. What? You do? Wednesday. I'm doing one Wednesday this week and then Tuesday of next week. Okay. So two new episodes coming at you very, very soon. So until next time, this is the Pod Boss, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is Chad Daddy saying, see you next week, bitches. This is your Fluffmaster Stream, Big Johnny D, saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan, saying, we'll kill you next week. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs>